Yeah, no, I haven't heard this one before. It's good. Who is this? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's good. All right, case start. <laughs> okay, you gotta fade it out now. All right, everybody, welcome to the Drive Home with Timothy podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, we've got more walk-up music this week. Timothy has been busy. Nice work, Timothy. Um, and once again, the music is stolen, so we're not going to uh, give a shout-out to the artist or uh, obviously pay for anything. Um, welcome back to Episode 4. We have... Um, some housekeeping things, but I think first, well, let's do the let's do the housekeeping first. So, um, gotten a lot of feedback on the last episode. None of it was good. <laughs> um, a lot of feedback on the sound quality. I know it's terrible. This one, I actually, uh, Timothy told me it was bad enough that he and I went through it together. We tried to figure out what the problem was because it just sounded like there was like scratching or movement or like somebody was folding laundry in the background or something. Um, what we have figured out, well, what I have figured out, Timothy's still not, uh, sold on this. I think every time he moved in his seat, it made a horrible noise, like a bear trying to get out of a ugly sweater. Um, and so I think we've fixed that. We've got, uh, Timothy has promised to hold still, but also we're using a different microphone this time. So hopefully you're hearing this in better quality. Um, I also had a lot of comments on one specific thing that I said in the last episode, and I knew when I said this it was going to be a problem, but um, a lot of you were upset that I said that women are not as funny as men, and uh, surprise, surprise, it was only women. I didn't get a single complaint from a guy um, about that particular part of it, and a lot of you were trying to offer... um, somebody who should be in the top 10 funniest people of all time, which is not what I said. I said that if you take the 10 funniest people you know, all 10 of them are men. But you took that apparently as take the 10 funniest people in the world, which you know what? I still, yeah, 10 funniest people in the world obviously are men. Um, A lot of you were throwing up um, Amy Schumer as somebody who should be in the top 10, which get out of here with that. No. Um, no, no. Uh, somebody said Carol Burnett, but she's been dead for like 80 years. So I think, I think you're proving my point with all the women that got upset about that. Um, I think you're demonstrating that you didn't have a sense of humor about it. And so guess what? Not funny. Um, but you're still good people. The other thing is, um, we, we did (laughs) against all odds this week, we heard from Chevron, or uh, from a gas station. I'm not even supposed to. We got we got a letter saying we're supposed to cease and desist, I think is the term. Uh, we're supposed to not talk about them anymore or pretend like they were a sponsor of the show. All thanks to our first sponsored episode that Timothy just completely, um, he kind of woke the sleeping giant. So that being said, I am told that we have a sponsor this week, right? Okay. And I haven't looked at it, but I, well, I haven't read it, but I did look and see that it is a whole lot longer, the ad copy this week, than anything we've done yet. So, and this, 
this is written by you, Timothy, or by the... Okay. So it's, it's supposedly written by our sponsor for the, for the episode, which is Marvel. Um, is that Marvel like the comic books? Okay, I'll just, I'll just read it. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay, Marvel. Do you remember the days of classic movies with their subtle twists and turns and delightful simplicity? Do you remember that night you popped some popcorn and watched Cat on a Hot Tin Roof on VHS? Yes, Audrey Hepburn was stunning, but even more impressive were the long, dialogue-driven scenes that gave you a deeper view of the characters, their philosophies and motivations, their hopes and their fears. Thanks to Marvel, you never have to endure another beautiful subtlety again. Because at Marvel, we're on a mission to change the way movies and reality are experienced. We started with X-Men, and that was fine. Hey everybody, look at this Wolverine guy. He has long metal claws that only come out when he's angry for some reason. And check out this other guy who can't look at stuff without it blowing up. Unless he wears these gas station sunglasses, then everything's fine. Then we made like eight more X-Men movies until everyone was bored of the whole thing. Oh well, Marvel, it was fun while it lasted. I guess you're done now, huh? Nope. Here comes Thor and Captain America and a few different Hulks and Iron Man and that Scarlett Johansson one where she's a spider or a cat or something. Also, Chris Pratt did some with a girl whose skin was either purple or green or blue. Oh wait, now we're all now they're all together in a whole series of Avengers movies. Let's make six of those and see if we can get away with it. Okay, Marvel, you've had your fun, but now it's time to stop. Oh yeah? Well, we're part of Disney and Star Wars and The Simpsons now. And what we're working on will ruin your life. Imagine Iron Man falling in love with Princess Leia, who died like four movies ago and still magically appears in every new movie. And now they're building a new Death Star in the Bodega Galaxy. Wait, did Iron Man turn Leia bad? Oh no, Hulk and Rapunzel and Lisa Simpson have to go to Platform 9 and 3 quarters and transport to the Fortress of Solidarity to confront Stark Vader, while Thor tries to seduce Leia back to the Republic with the best hair-slash-body combo in all the universes. Don't miss all the mindless one-liners like, We got company, and Let our friends go, as you witness a once-in-a-lifetime story for the third time this year. Marvel. We just bought the rights to Gone with the Wind, and we're putting the Ed Norton Hulk in it. Wow, did they really just get Gone with the Wind? I mean, I hope they did. They would do an amazing... I disagree with... I. So, as usual, I'm not buying that they actually wrote this. But I disagree with what, with a lot of what you said. I think they've made some good stuff. Um, the Well, we're not going to get into that. But um, I think it's interesting on the week... This is how, okay, Timothy, for those of you who aren't familiar with Timothy's work, Timothy is like the Malcolm Gladwell of ruining the show. He works so hard to bring this thing into the gutter. And on the week that we get in trouble for falsifying an advertisement for a big corporation, he goes after Disney, the biggest corporation. Is Disney the biggest corporation on the planet? They got to be now, right? Because they bought up everybody else. It's like Disney and Apple and Amazon and Walmart are the only four companies left on the planet. Um, and you, just, we just went after one of them. Look, it's fine with me. I mean, my name's not the one on the podcast. So um, when they call here, they're going to look for you, not me. 
Um, okay, so uh, on to more important things. Uh, if anything could be more important than Marvel movies. So this, I'd, I'm going to do this one time and then I'm not going to do it again because everybody's going to be doing this all year long. We have an election this year and it's everywhere and you can't watch a thing without the ads popping up and the candidates are everywhere and if you watch, if you look at the news, it's all about, you know, who said what about what policy or whatever. Um, it, there's, there's this weird thing in America and it might exist elsewhere for my international listeners. I'm sure you're out there. For those of you in Madagascar, please, uh, find me on Twitter at Dustin from class and let me know if this is how things work in your country as well. Is Madagascar a country or a state? It's a, <laughs> that's stupid. Okay. Cut that out, please. Um, there's a thing that happens in America where everybody knows that the, the political system is messed up. They know that politicians are um, typically corrupt, and they know that the problems in Washington will not be solved by the people going to Washington. And yet, when an, when an election comes around, you pick your candidate and you ride them into the sunset. You 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 put all of your eggs in that basket. You that you simultaneously, I I should say we simultaneously, but I won't because I don't do this. All right, not bragging. I just got out of this part of the rat race. You simultaneously think Washington is corrupt, politicians are corrupt, nothing can get done in Washington the way it should, and the system is broken. And at the same time, you think. Oh, I hope my candidate wins because they're going to clean this up. And then, here's the worst part. When your candidate wins, you think they cleaned it up when they didn't because they tell you they cleaned it up, right? Classic example, everybody said Trump was going to fix everything, fix the economy and all this other stuff. You can find whatever information you want to support whatever, um, whatever view on Trump you want. If you want to know whether Trump has destroyed the economy, Google Trump destroy economy, and you'll find a ton of articles with statistics showing all the horrible things Trump has done to destroy the economy for the United States and probably the world. If you want the opposite opinion, you can Google Trump fix economy, and you'll find the same thing. Articles with statistics that show that Trump has fixed everything. Here's the problem. You believe it. You believed all of it. All right? Um, I mean, spoiler alert, your guy or girl will not fix it and neither will the next one and neither will the next one. The trick I think is you got to be able to govern yourself and don't look to Washington or local government or, you know, whatever. Um, and part of the problem is we, the, we also have these other two opposing views that we hold in our brains at the same time. And that is, number one, America is a free country. We say it all the time. Why is America great? Because of freedom. Well, we are objectively not the freest country in the world. In fact, I think there's a, some organization that I should know that ranks how free different countries are. And I think we're in like the 20s. There are like 20-something countries that are ahead of us in terms of having freedom. But So we think that we're more free than we are, but we also want less freedom 
not necessarily for us, but for the people around us. You want to control the people around you, and that's a big part of why you vote for whoever you vote for. All right, Gay marriage was a big thing where you wanted to limit the people around you so that they couldn't get married in the way that you wanted. Or drugs, you didn't want other people to be able to smoke pot, so you, um, you voted no for marijuana, either recreational or medicinal. Or... Um, you know, the same thing in, in New York, I don't know if this is still the case, but a couple years ago, there was a thing where you couldn't, restaurants couldn't sell a soda that was over a certain size. It was like 28 ounces or something was the, the biggest soda because you want to control, you look around you're like, oh, there's fat people. So we're going to make sure they can't drink sugar water anymore. Um, we're not treating ourselves or other people like grownups. And look, I get it. If you look around, you talk to other grownups a lot of them are a disaster. Um, so I get, I understand not wanting those people to be in charge of anything, but now you're taking those disaster people and you're putting them in charge of other disaster people. That doesn't, that doesn't end well. Um, but the thing is you get, you get stuck in this rut and you just pick your party and you just follow them. No matter what, I mean, classic example, do you remember when the Democratic Party in the U.S. was anti-war? Do you remember that? Can you think that far back? Before Obama, everybody hated war. And then Obama got in there, and he kept up all the same wars that had been going on before. He was bombing all the same countries that had happened before. And so the Democrats didn't have a leg to stand on talking about war, and so they kind of abandoned that. Rather than keeping your principles and abandoning your party, you did the opposite. Um, same thing on the right with the Republicans. Uh, if you ask most Republicans today, they'll tell you that they are in favor of small government. They are absolutely not. They just voted to give Trump another, I don't know how many, it was like a hundred and something billion dollars extra in defense spending. Um, that money comes from somewhere. It comes out of the pockets of the people. That limits our freedom. That makes the government bigger. Also, if you're voting to take away other people's, you probably don't view it as take away other people's rights, but if you're voting for things like let's, let's, um, you know, criminalize drugs, for example, I know that one's kind of outdated because we're seeing that erode anyway, but if you're voting to limit other people's ability to do things, you are in favor of big government. So the big government right and the anti-war left are gone because whatever, whatever your party does, you just fall in line. Um, and again, I'm exempting myself, not because I'm better than you, although in this way I probably am, um, which is why I have the podcast and you don't. Listen, if you're, if you're better than me in something else, make a podcast and tell me about it and I'll listen to it. I'm not proud. Um, but if, uh, you know, if, you, if you just fall in line with whatever you're told to do, then you are the the problem that Rage Against the Machine was singing about. I'm kind of all over the place on this. Um, but I think, I think another part of this is organizations in general deserve our distrust. Any organization, and I mean literally any organization. I don't mean they're all up to no good, but they all deserve our distrust. Because think about it. Why would you organize? Why would you bring people together under a common sort of flag. It's because you want to accomplish something. It's because you're up to something. Uh, 
And you might be up to something good and you might be up to something bad, but you're probably up to multiple things. And the people who join the organization after the fact, they don't know all the stuff that the organization is up to. So you might find yourself in uh, a school or a company or a religious institution or a neighborhood watch group or whatever that is designed to accomplish things that you're not you don't want to fall in line with, but you do because you're part of that organization. Right? You don't know everything that they're trying to do until a lot of times it's too late. I have zero examples of this, but if you want evidence-based, um, I'm trying to say evidence-based talking, that just sounds stupid. What would you, evidence-based what? Dialogue? Evidence-based. If you want evidence-based dialogue and real-world solutions, you then... I mean, you wouldn't be on episode four of this podcast. You'd be somewhere else. Maybe that guy, uh, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, I figured something out about him. Number one, he's really smart. But number two, and I, you have to say number one to say number two. Number two, this, this, this is math. See, I can, anyway. Ben Shapiro talks so fast that he seems smarter than he is, Right? I speak very slowly, and it's not because I'm sounding dumber than I am. It's because this is how dumb I am. This is it. That's all. But Ben Shapiro talks so fast that you think that he's brilliant, but I think he might be using like teleprompters, or he just has stuff written down. He's rehearsing it in the mirror every morning while he's brushing his teeth. Because he can't... Nobody talks that fast. Nobody's brain moves that fast. I mean, I listen to him. I have to pause stuff. I don't... I don't listen to him. But when I have listened to him in the past, you have to pause it and kind of collect yourself and decide whether you agree with it before you move on. Because if he just talks that fast and you just follow it, then pretty soon you're buying into his ideas without knowing whether you even like them. Yeah, you you should just cut this off because I'll just keep going and I'm not saying anything really important. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Do you want to apologize to Marvel? Do you want to come on here and, and say sorry to Star Wars? No? Okay, I'll do it for you. Timothy apologizes to Marvel, Star Wars, and Lisa Simpson. Um, he didn't mean any of it. And, we're, yeah, we'll be canceled again next week. All right, everybody, stay. stay. I found a new catchphrase last week, stay grounded. I don't know where it came from, um, but it reminds me of when I was grounded the whole time that I was a kid. And so um, I'm going to use it for this week. I'll probably forget the next time. Um, and we'll go back to having no catchphrase. So stay grounded, everybody.